0: Speaking of Gifts is the exclusive podcast of the Gifts and Decorative Accessories editorial team. Join us twice a month to discuss the latest news in the gift and home industries. Plus, hear exciting behind-the-scenes chatter on gift trends and interviews. Get a sneak peek at upcoming features and hear from surprise guests. So this episode is sponsored by Mud Pie, who creates really great gifts for all of life's sparkling moments, both for holiday and just those everyday celebrations. They really are your one-stop resource for home, kids, and fashion. They're great for fashion-forward gals, entertainers, home decorators, mamas and their littles. They really just are for anyone who enjoys celebrating every day, who loves to play hostess and entertain, who are believers in effortless, stylish fashion, and who never show up empty-handed. You can visit Mud Pie in Atlanta, Dallas, Las Vegas, or online at wholesale.mudpie.com. Hello, and welcome to Speaking of Gifts. You're here with Laniece Willis, your Editor-in-Chief.
1: Anne-Marie Earle, Managing Editor. And Alex Herring, Senior
0: Editor. So I guess the biggest news, let's go ahead and get it out the way. (laughs) Um, Obviously, we've been talking a lot about the Chinese tariffs. Um, On Friday, it was announced that Trump was changing the tariffs to a 25% uh, tariff over 10%. And so we talked a lot about that on Friday. We kept our website updated on what that means for the gift industry and what the response is. Um, the National Retail Federation, you know, has been releasing statements all along and still stands by the fact that they do not believe it's obviously good for American retail. Um, it's scary that we may see a lot of product price hikes um, as a consequence of that. And of course, as the NRF points out, It's really American businesses and thus American consumers that are really paying that tariff, not China. And we had a couple of responses from the gift industry, Randy Eller, for one, who is a consultant in our world. um, He really thinks it's not going to last that long simply because he doesn't think it can. um that it would hurt american businesses too much so i know that's kind of what we're all hoping for so hopefully randy eller is right in that um and of course the fact that in the gift industry we've really been talking a lot about vendor uh, retailers supporting local artisans and american-made and so there's a possibility that a lot of store owners that were early adopters of that won't quite be affected as much because they're already prepared Um, And then today, you know, we thought that was all behind us, Um, today we released news uh, or an update about um, China who has responded um, by also raising tariffs on um, American imports into their country. So you can find um, all that information up to date on our website at giftsanddeck.com, which leads us to our second bit of news because last week it was redesigned and it looks amazing. It's much more visual, and we're diligently keeping it updated every day. You can always find something new, and again, it's just really pretty. Um, I know our visual stories have been really exciting and kind of have a new life to them. The product galleries are gorgeous. Um, It's been a long time coming. Yes. So we're all really
1: (laughs) thrilled, yeah.
0: Yeah. So make sure you check that out, Um, again, giftsanddeck.com, to see that. Our second big piece of GDA news are the Retailer Excellence Awards. It's the 68th year, it's coming up in August, but we have a big, big update. We have um, just released the final nominees in our seven retail categories. And you can go, again, on giftsanddeck.com, to see that full list of all of these retail stars across the country that are doing amazing things in visual merchandising, um, store events, store design, socially responsible, which is a really cool category. I know we've talked about that a little bit before in the last podcast, Um, but just make sure you go there and check them out. As a sneak peek, we'll chat about the store design award and those three finalists. So, our three nominees are C.R. Good Finds in Wisconsin, which if you see and you will see their before and after photos of the store that they designed, it looks completely different. I mean, the entire storefront was completely redone. It has a totally different feel. They did an amazing job designing it, and they're even on the Ghost Walk Tour, and they tell a little bit about the fact that They're not sure if they have a ghost or not, but maybe, and historically, they're supposed to. So it's just kind of a cool little thing, and um, it looks kind of more historical and classy, the design, compared to what it used to. Um, So that was really cool. And then um, a collection of stores, House of Dreams and House Next Door, which is two locations in um, South Dakota. Again, beautiful design. Um, She actually saved um a historical home from being destroyed and um her story behind why she did it is really cool i mean she basically saw a store in a home on vacation one day and thought what a cool idea she knew she wanted to have a store inside of a home for that homey feel and so on top of that you know she saved this um building from destruction and actually she's now created a really cool um tourist appealing environment in a area of the neighborhood that was not so nice. And she's made it like almost a destination, which is a fabulous and cool and a huge asset to the community and something we really wanted to call attention to the power of retail, as you would say. Um, and then finally, the Living Desert Zoo gift shop in California it's absolutely stunning. They, I know they had a couple challenges too that they had to overcome in their design, um, but the way they designed their windows and they brought that desert landscape into their gift shop and really designed around it. It's really interesting to see what um, solutions they came up with for different problems. And so we encourage you to read more about them and, of course, see the other nominees for our other six categories. Um, We got so many nominations, and it was just incredible, and we're so excited to tell all of these stories. So make sure you check it out. And, of course, the winners will not be announced until the REA event in August. It's on Sunday, August 11th. Um, During the New York Now trade show, it'll be at the Lighthouse at Chelsea Piers, as it has been for a couple years, a few years, and we look forward to seeing you all there, and again, you can find that info on our website, you know, if you want to buy tickets and see us. (laughs)
1: Anne-Marie, I know you have some great trade show news. I know we're all thinking about that. What do we have going on in that world? Las Vegas Market has announced that more than 60,000 square feet of new, expanded, and renewed showrooms are confirmed for the summer 2019 market. And that's going to be July 28th to August 1st. And David Savula, Executive Vice President of Gift and Apparel Leasing for IMC, said the number of gift resources available at Las Vegas Market continues to grow market over market. And Building C, which we all know and love, now presents more than 2,700 gift lines and nearly 450,000 square feet of permanent showrooms on seven floors. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. One of the major expansions is Sullivan's, who creates beautiful home and holiday products. They have expanded by 50% into a 10,795 square foot space. So that'll be something to see. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And I cannot wait. I just, well, I say I can't wait. I can't, I'm super excited about the trade shows, and I can't wait for them, although I know we will be exhausted. But that's okay. It's all worth it to bring you guys the best of product news. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of um, trade shows and gift products, let's move into our gift gab and continue that chat. Gift gab your guide to the latest product trends and the stories behind the gifts.
2: Yeah, so I know I'm personally very excited about seeing all the expansions at the Las Vegas market. I think I read that they were going to have 500 new lines in the pavilions, which is always very exciting because the temporaries is where really you can see a lot new products that you haven't heard of before. Um, So, speaking of that, we are going to be coming up with our market study gift guide in the June issue. So, definitely be checking that out. We'll be covering all the new trends as we see them. And that'll just be a very good resource for you retailers to have when you're looking at stuff at markets. Um, Yeah, it's
0: really a go-to study guide for like, here's what we think are trending and what we're seeing as far as product submissions. And so, be on the lookout for these styles there's so many products at market i think it's nice to have a little bit of what should i be looking for when i get there so yeah i'm so excited to see that guide come out in june
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely uh and one of the another thing we'll have in the june issue is our seasonal trend which for the june issue is going to be about four the autumn themes. And back in the winter markets, when we were going through all of the markets, we noticed a lot of uh, sage green and creams, which was really trending for fall. It's more of that muted neutral that we're seeing in the nursery, which we addressed in the May issue. Um, but continuing on throughout the rest of the home, I think those calmer neutrals brings a more sophisticated feel to the rest of the house and personally i think that those neutral colors can last beyond just halloween if you keep them up during thanksgiving or even into christmas it's not going to clash too much having this um neutral color in the rest of your house
0: yeah i know that's something that we've chatted about a little bit before even last year too but it's a continuing trend i think consumers are just so busy now, like I know I am too, that if I finally get something decorated, I'm thrilled and it should stay up as long as possible. (laughs) So I know we're continuing to see that as consumers continue to be busy, that any decor that can last them for a longer time period, you know, something that can transition from Halloween to Thanksgiving and into, you know, the rest of fall or sometimes even Christmas um, is really cool. So I know. versatility, man. It's still on trend. (laughs) Yes,
2: absolutely. So we are seeing much more white and gold in some of those Halloween and autumn colors. Uh, But again, those... Rich autumn colors of red and purple, deep burgundy, those aren't going away either. I personally love burgundy, so I know I'll still be decorating with those classic autumn colors as well, but now you have a few things you can mix in with that to last a little longer, as you're saying. And what
0: about pumpkin spice? Do you think it'll still be around?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think pumpkin spice is ever going away.
0: (laughs) I think people are so tired of hearing, PSL, pumpkin spice lattes, but... They'll, they'll probably still be around. I'm gonna go ahead and say
1: they're around for a while. Yeah, but a, B, we are. Cinnamon.
2: Yeah,
0: we are still seeing the, like more
2: spices and other things. Like uh, there's going to be a spice cranberry candle that we're pointing Ooh. out in the new seasonal trend. So maybe not just spice pumpkins, but also other spice fruits that you might not think about. Yeah, an update on
0: spice. All. I like that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Look forward to that. Um, and then this being the month of May, it's also military appreciation month. So mm-hmm. last Friday, our Friday finds us dedicated all toward gifts that show appreciation to the military. Um, I think there were some great gifts that we highlighted in that. Uh, for example, Vera Bradley now has a new partnership with the US Army. Um, and I think this is such a natural fit for Vera Bradley because military people travel all the time and just like anyone else they want fashionable items when they travel so um, I think the fact that Vera Bradley is coming out with these US army prints really makes a lot of sense I know I always travel with my Vera Bradley backpack to trade shows because it's very durable and I just love all its fun colors so um, it just makes sense that they're doing that for the military and there's also lots of other products in there that provide military discounts obviously that's a really popular thing for guests to do is to give discounts to military people. Uh, Baby Tula now has 15% discount. Uh, Previously, they had 10%, but they've uh, increased that discount. So that's really nice. And um, Fire Department Coffee has 15% off for all military and first responders, because it's actually a brand that was made by military and first responder people so they kind of know when you're tired you want to have that coffee so they make it much more accessible to um, those people who serve in
0: in those capacities so that's really nice. That's really cool too. I mean those are easy things to get your community involved in too if you're looking for a cool give back event or Anything like that, those are great go-to products for sure.
2: Mm -hmm. And especially with Memorial Day coming up, Mm -hmm. you want to think of how can you honor the families of those who have sacrificed so much. Um, And if you can give them gifts that um, are eligible for discounts, I think that would really mean a lot to Mm -hmm. those families for sure. And another trend that we're seeing right now, um, the NPD group just today released um, some news about the trend of guided journals. So um, not just blank journals necessarily, but journals that have prompts that really help you think about your personal journey and your growth and uh, really what you want to get out of it. There are journals to help you with it. Um, so, in fact, the NPD said three times as many guided journals were sold during the first four months of 2019 as sold in all of 2012 and this trend was beginning. So there's wow. definitely been a huge rise in that, um, and they said it was primarily driven by interactive journaling categories such as self-help, creativity, and guided journals in games and activity categories. That's
0: really cool. I do think our generation is pretty self-aware. <laughs> And I wonder if that's part of that, too, that the fact that people are really looking, you know, at themselves and um, kind of journaling as a way to process thoughts and information. And um, I know it's not really a guided journal, but even the um, Chronicle books. Um, letters to my love thing that I wrote about for gift wrap picks last week that Anne Marie gave me um, so that I can give it to my fiance. Um, She didn't write me a love letter. (laughs) She just gave me the book um, as a little bridal gift for me to give to my fiance, Josh. But it's along those same lines where it gives you a prompt because obviously we love each other, but sometimes having that prompt of well, what do I love about you, or what things do I remember about the first day that we met? You know it kind of really gives you something a little a little spark, a little starting point um, to get writing so that 's kind of that same thing
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I agree because it 's kind of like when you 're so busy as a millennial and you don 't really have time to organize your thoughts together because you 're so scattered in your life, having a guided journal that kind of helps you think, okay what do I want to focus on how am I feeling I think it makes sense that this is really trending
1: it's also a break in technology I mean people are constantly on their phones on social media they're getting pinged from different areas with text messages email slack whatever and so it's a break to really just go analog sit down breathe and just be alone with their thoughts which is a really novel idea these days (laughs) yeah that's very true
0: So this episode is sponsored by Mud Pie, who creates really great gifts for all of life's sparkling moments, both for holiday and just those everyday celebrations. They really are your one-stop resource for home, kids, and fashion. They're great for fashion-forward gals, entertainers, home decorators, mamas and their littles. They really just are for anyone who enjoys celebrating every day, who loves to play hostess and entertain, who are believers in effortless, stylish fashion, and who never show up empty-handed. You can visit Mudpie in Atlanta, Dallas, Las Vegas, or online at wholesale.mudpie.com. All right, um, so we have a very special guest that we want to bring on today. So Matt Katzenzen is going to join us in a few minutes. He is the newest chair of the Gift for Life board, and he's going to talk to us about not just about updates for Gift for Life, but we have the New York AIDS Walk coming up um, at the end of this week, actually. I will be a virtual walker for the very first time, so I'm very excited, and we've been raising money for that. Um, but without further ado, we'll have Matt Katinson come on and um, tell us a little bit more about everything Gift for Life. So, Matt, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Oh, You're welcome. It's good to be here.
0: So, I know the biggest news I think that we have on the board is the New York AIDS Walk is coming, something that we've always participated in. Can you tell us a little bit more upcoming AIDS Walk and uh, what it means for and so sort of the history of our participation.
3: Uh, sure. Uh, well, the AIDS Walk New York has been an annual event for, unfortunately, I guess, something like 30 plus years. And the money raised goes to GMHC, which is the gay men's health crisis. And GMHC supports, uh, organi- like I think, like 30 or 35 different organizations in the tri-state area of New York um, with that um Provide services in different capacities, whether it's healthcare or food or housing um, for people that are HIV positive or living with AIDS. And uh, it's been an incredible uh, event for as long as they've been uh, doing it. And I think they raise over $3.5 million, which is an outrageous number. Um, and Give for Life has had a team. Gosh, for as long as I've been on Gift for Life, so I really don't know the history prior to me, but I would say that I've been doing this walk for about five years. And uh, our team is the Gift for Life DIFA team. And we uh, comprised of about every year it's different, but I think we've got like 13 members this year. Um, and these people who are members of the team uh, raise money uh, for our team. And our team goal is 30 grand. And uh, we're getting closer every day to get, uh, meeting that goal.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm, so I, this is my first year actually signing up as a walker as well. Um, so I'll be a virtual walker just as I don't think I'm going to get there quite in time. Um, but It's been really exciting. And this is the first time I've had a page to help contribute to the gift for life's goal too. So I'm very excited.
3: Yay. Thank you so much for joining the team, by the way. Good job.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, we have an awesome board. Um, and it goes to a good cause, and I know this year is a little different too. I think
3: it's it's Design Week in New York, and so, his, yeah, historically the National Stationery Show has run. Um, start, I think it starts on the weekend of of uh, the New um, Age Walk New York, and uh, this year um, that show has been absorbed into the New York Now uh, show in February. So we needed to look for a new partner, and so. Um, we partnered with a group called Design X, which is supporting um, uh, the Design Week that's happening in New York. And they're not necessarily a sponsor, but they're helping to promote our team and helping us to raise money. Whereas in the past, we've been, I think, the Gift for Life National Stationery Show team. Um, and because the National Stationery Show isn't happening at that time, uh, we've made that change and and and, and change in affiliation.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for setting me straight on that. Um, I just think it's a really cool thing to point out about, you know, we're constantly evolving and adapting to, to different changes. And I thought it was just a really great solution to, to keep us um, on board with New York AIDS walk and for us to promote it so that we can. And um, I just think it's really cool that we're kind of changing as the industry changes as well. So moving on to other news, you know, not that long ago um, we had our, Um, board meeting in New York, actually St. Patrick's Day weekend, Um, and a lot of really great things happened in that board meeting. I know that we were getting together and sort of rethinking the future of Gift for Life and sort of how we're shaping its, its brand and, you know, where we see it going. Do you have any updates that you'd like to share as far as Um, just the gift for life brand and and any changes or updates or even just where we want it to go in the future.
3: Well, I think that um, myself and I have my vice chair, Mike Turnbull from America's Mart have put a lot of thought into the gift for life board and the work that we do and how we can strengthen ourselves as a board. And, and the, we kind of rolled it back to basics and we spent a, great amount of time discussing our mission statement, which we've redefined, and um, decided that it was very important as a board that we dig into uh, our bylaws and strengthen our bylaws, which will hence strengthen our board, the roles of each member of the board, help to define who we are, the work that we're doing, the responsibilities that we each have individually as members of the board, Uh, So we developed a bylaws committee and we'll have um, and they've been doing a a deep dive into our bylaws. We'll have a meeting in the next 30 days and a document that the board will be able to review and approve, um, which will then allow for us to take the next step forward um, in terms of really understanding more clearly, again, the work that we're doing and we want to be doing. That's number one. Number two is we've begun a relationship audit with um, our beneficiary Diffa Design Industries Foundation for Fighting AIDS. And that relationship audit is really meant to uh, understand more clearly the work that we do and the work that Diffa does, how we do it together, and to really ensure the fact that Diffa as a beneficiary of Gift for Life today is where we want to be and what we want to be doing. And if we choose to move forward with Diffa, that we'll move forward in a much more powerful place of commitment and uh communality and being on the same page in the work that w- we're both doing to raise money for HIV and AIDS services and healthcare and, and ultimately a cure. Um, and then I think the other thing is, is that we announced that party for life, which has traditionally been in New York for as long as we've been doing party for life is moving to Atlanta uh, next uh, January. And that's a big move for us and we'll alter- alternate Party for Life, which is our big annual fundraiser um, between Atlanta and New York afterwards. Um, So that change of venue is a big change. And with it comes a lot of understanding of how we can execute outside of New York City and continue to build the momentum of that event. Uh, And I also think that one of the things that we did as a board is that I think we got a little clearer as a board on why we're there as members of the Gift for Life board and the reasons that we're passionate about the work that we're doing. And I think, frankly, that was really a, a really awesome part of our, our meeting. And then the last thing that happened is we had um, a, a doctor who's been working on HIV and AIDS research since its inception, I don't know, 40 years ago, share with us updates on what's happening in the world uh, around HIV and AIDS and the medical research that's going on. And uh, he is uh, related with AMFAR and uh, has been a part of FAMFAR for many, many years. And MFAR was a prior beneficiary of ours with Gift for Life. Um, So it was just great to reconnect with him and have him join us for dinner and really learn from him and understand a little bit more um, what's happening um, on the medical side uh, as it pertains to um, HIV research and HIV care and AIDS care. Um, So I'm not sure what you thought about that, but I thought that was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it actually, it was incredibly enlightening. I really enjoyed hearing him speak. And I think it was really important for us to just, especially for me to learn more about, like you said, the medical side Um, And it's been very topical. You know, we've we've read a couple of of news articles that have come out this year, you know, talking about, you know, is are we making advances on this cure for for HIV and AIDS and sort of those case studies. And so it was interesting to hear his take on it and learn a little bit more about that. Um, And I think it helped our board refocus, too, when you were talking about our renewed mission statement, you know, you even use the word. Um, helping to find a cure in it. And I think in the past, we haven't necessarily included that in our mission statement. And so it's just another way that we're sort of shaping it according to, to um, you know, to be more topical and stay on top of what's happening.
3: Right. And I think it really kind of, again, could potentially redirect us in some way. And again, we'll figure out what that looks like as we finish our relationship audit and learn more about where we want to go as a board. So it's an exciting time, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And then, um, I'm so glad that you mentioned party for life. I love that we're rotating it. Um, for me, gift for life has always been, um, an organization that really unites the industry together. I love that everyone tends to, you know, we all come from different facets of the industry and, Um, In some ways, some board members can be from a competing company. And that all just sort of goes away when we start talking about gift for life. Um, So I love that we rotate around and include um, different locations and just make it feel a little bit more like we're really a part of the full industry and reflect the full industry. So I love that we're switching it between, you know, New York and Atlanta. And of course, we still have our event in Vegas as well. Um, and then the next one coming up is actually the Retailer Excellence Awards in August. Yeah, which of course I'm excited about because you know it's hosted by Gifts and Accessories. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
3: totally understand why.
0: Um, but so that'll be you know obviously Gift for Life will be giving the Industry Achievement Award um, to the founders of Rifle Paper Co. And so that will be something to look for and we'll be continuing to do our text to give donation campaign for that, um, which we'll give um, more details on, on our website, giftsanddeck.com as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, you know, that REA, the Retailer Excellence Awards is another great event in the industry that uh, I didn't really know a lot about the REAs until I joined the board and uh, I've had the honor of being uh, attending the Retailer Excellence Awards over the last four or five years. And I have to say that like Party for Life, which really brings an industry together, I really feel like the REAs do the same. Uh, It's quite amazing to be in a room with retailers who do such incredible work and make great contributions to their community, to our industry, and learn more about what they do to innovate and stay relevant in their world. So I I love that event and uh, I'm happy to be a part of it again and and super excited about celebrating Rifle Paper Company. Um, I think that it's my opinion, they are an industry leader and a game changer in the stationary world. And by bringing a really high level of design in a more modern fashion to uh, stationary has inspired a lot of growth and change in the industry. And with a lot of people following their lead and taking chances and risks in ways that they had it prior to Rifle coming on board um, and, and emerging as a brand in, in the stationary world. Um, and uh, I think that they their spreading of their wings into fashion and home decor by licensing their art and designs has also been really powerful. So they're well deserving of the industry achievement award and really looking forward to celebrating them in August in New York.
0: Yeah, us too. And um, uh, yeah, we have so many great updates coming up and a lot of great parties coming up and opportunities to give. Um, I do really quickly before we let you go, um, if you want to tell us again, if anyone is interested in donating um, to New York AIDS Walk, because that's the first thing coming up, where should they go? Um, And then if you want to give us the gift for life contact as well um, to keep people informed.
3: Yeah, let me find it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I found it. All right. Thank God I'm in front of my computer. Okay. So um, you can go to newyorkaidswalk.net forward slash G-F-L-D-I-F-F-A 2019. That is a link to our team page and you can donate there. Um, And if that's a little confusing, just go to newyorkaidswalk.net and make a contribution our goal is to raise 30 grand we're at just a shy of 25 grand right now with nine days left to give and i know we'll hit our number um so real excited about that we're always a i think they call us i can't remember like a superstar team or something like that but we're always in the top 20 in fundraising as a team um and that's very exciting because we're only 13 people and they have teams from like Chase Bank that are 200 people or like Virgin America that's like 300 people and sometimes we're raising as much money as those guys are with only 13 people which is insane so yeah um,
0: that's awesome that's a real testament to the gift industry for sure I think yeah
3: we're small but mighty right (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh Uh
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, I guess I will be seeing you soon, like in a week, like you said, um, in New York and thank you so much again for calling in. It's always a pleasure.
3: Lenice, you're awesome. And thanks for making time and inviting me to participate. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Add on tales. It's not time to check out yet. Here's an extra behind the scenes story before you go. So for today's Add on Tale, we wanted to give you a little bit more about our June backstory, which is on Primal Elements. And anne I know you've been um, editing that story for The Issue as our
1: managing editor, so can you tell us a little bit more about what we can read about? Yeah, so the Freemans, uh, they had a retail store back in the 90s, and they sold a number of things, but particularly they looked for Vegan glycerin soaps that are paraben free to sell and they're having a hard time finding that So they started creating their own product line within the kitchen of their house Which is pretty interesting to me Um, but they ended up transitioning not long after from a retailer to a wholesaler and they said that there was this interesting learning curve having to learn how to market themselves to other retailers for that soap so now they're currently in southern california i believe it's over by we're absolutely fabulous yeah huntington ones. beach is that what yeah, you said? yeah. <laughs> And uh, they now have a 36,000-square-foot building where they make 7,000 bars of soap every day. Oh, my gosh. Holy yes. cow. And they make
0: beautiful soaps. I know that we um, got a sample box in one time, and I used the Himalayan salt one. It felt fabulous and smelled so good. They smell so wonderful. hmm mm-hmm. But they are like little... I don't want to say pieces of art, but maybe like little pieces of art. Like it's really pretty.
1: (laughs) They they are made in the U.S., which is really amazing, especially given the news today. And they actually do a lot of good for their local charities. They've got a partnership with Camp Ronald McDonald for Good Times. Since 2001, they've been providing soap-making experiences for children suffering from cancer, as well as their families. So they're a really amazing company. I think that every retailer would benefit from learning about them. So please check out their backstory in the June issue.
0: Sounds good.
1: All right. Well, now it's time to close up shop. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and tell your retailer friends to tune in next time.
0: And we can't wait to see what's in store for next time on Speaking of Gifts.